Hello everyone and welcome to Albion Obsessed. Today we're going to be doing a little prediction for you. But before we get on to that, let's see who we are joined by today. We welcome back Aaron. Aaron, my friend, how are you doing? Good afternoon, Tom. Good. How are you, mate? Yeah, can't complain, mate. Can't complain. I'm enjoying my half term. And I'm enjoying the Jubilee extra long weekend. So good skills all round. Oh, yeah. Um, Dan, how are you doing, mate? You all okay? Yeah, but I'm all good, thanks, Tom. Yeah, good skills, and I'm a very, I'm very aware that I've just made the most random little noise in the world. So that was a good start to the episode. Um, okay, today, guys, we're coming at you with a very special episode. We are going to try and predict the Premier League table for the next season. Now we are doing this before the transfer window has opened. So God knows what's going to happen in terms of transfers. Who knows? For all we know, uh, Nottingham Forest might uh, come up and have a war chest of 500 million and buy Mbappe. Who knows? Um, So we're going to do this based on where we think the teams are going to finish. Um, We obviously don't know what's going to happen in terms of transfers. So we're just going to sort of be doing a lot of guesswork. Um, So, yeah. And what's going to happen is um, we're going to come back to this video in a year's time. And we're going to see which one of us had uh, the most correct guesses. Now, we're going to do it that for each team that is in the right place, the the, the host gets a point. Um, now, mathematically, the chances of us getting anywhere near 20 points is like, you know, next to impossible. However, I think if we use some good guesswork, we might get a couple. And the host that gets the most points will win a little prize and the host that gets the least points will have to get a tattoo of Dan Byrne on their bottom no that's that's not true that's not true I hope I lose (laughs) yeah that wasn't true that wasn't true but the, the the host that lose has to hang their head in shame so you know it's just a game it's just a bit of fun We're going to start at the bottom. We're going to start at the bottom. So I'm going to come to you first, Dan, and I'm going to ask you, who do you think is going to finish bottom of the Premier League table next season? I've got Bournemouth. I believe Bournemouth, you know, they... I didn't think they'll come back up, personally. I... I don't. The stadium's not not great, you know. Obviously, I, that's that's not their fault. But obviously, you know, they're not really bringing much, much revenue in from the from the from the stands. Um, I don't think they really spend much anyway in transfer windows. I think you can sort of see the same thing happen with what Norwich and Watford. Basically, they don't spend a lot of money to try and survive. They're just waiting till, till the winter and obviously try and get desperate players out out of other teams. But yeah, that's that's my pick. But I think Bournemouth. I think they've got a really good struggle this year. Decent shout, mate. Decent shout. Logical. Aaron, what do you think? Uh, I've gone for Forest. Um, I, 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 from what, what I've seen of them during the, in the Championship, I don't think they're they're really that great. Uh, they got lucky to get worth it. Lucky they they were lucky to scrape through against Sheffield United in the semi final, and very lucky not to, you know, with the penalties and stuff in the, in the final itself. Obviously, it doesn't you know reflect on, on how their season gone. Obviously, when Cooper took over, they were they were like second or third from bottom, and he got them into the Premier League in the same season. That in itself is a massive achievement. I just don't think their squad's good enough. Uh, not not to be horrible. I don't think it is. I can't see 
Sam Sturridge and you know, Lewis grabbing, grabbing, grabbing goals you in the Premier League. I, I can't see it. And you know, if they if they do sign Calvin Davis, that's a bit of a bonus. But he's not a Premier League goal scorer. And the only really bright spark in that team is probably Brendan Johnson, to be fair, which I think if they didn't go up, I think he would have left anyway. Um, yeah, it'd be, a, it'd be a difficult season for him, I think. Yeah, I think the gulf between the Premier League and the Championship is uh, getting wider. Um you know, if you look at Bournemouth, the talisman st- striker Dominic Solanke, you know, he didn't he go on loan to Sheffield United and he never did anything. Um, of, of course, that was um, when Sheffield United were going down. But even so, you know, I just I think the gulf between the two divisions is massive. And I think for strikers, it's very easy to you know tear it up in the championship, but not put pen, uh, you know, not be able to do that in the Premier League. I mean, look at Mitrovic for Fulham. Um, you know, all time, you know, absolutely destroyed the division this year. Whether he can do that in the Premier League is another thing entirely when you've got world class defenders. Um, but anyway, that's about that. Let's talk about my prediction. I too have gone for Bournemouth. Um, I have, I've seen nothing from Bournemouth this season that makes me sort of think that I think they'll have to do a lot of, um, a lot of spending, um, to stay up next season. I think they will find it tricky. Um, I've got nothing against Bournemouth as a club. I'd rather have them in the Premier League than some other teams. Um, however, I just think they're going to really struggle next season. Um, happy to come back to this in a year's time and have them still up. But for me, um, I've gone for Bournemouth, as has Joe, who has sent me his uh, list as well. So myself, Joe and Dan have gone for Bournemouth and Aaron has gone for Forest in 20th. So let's go one peg higher and talk about the next team. So, Aaron, who have you gone for 19th? Uh, for me, I've gone for Bournemouth. I've gone for Bournemouth in 19th. Uh, again, similar to Forest, I don't think their squad is good enough for the Premier League. Uh, I think they've got some good players in that team. Uh, I think they, they've you know, you've got Lewis Cook, even to be fair, Kiefer Moore, what I think is actually a very good old school striker, which is He's a big lump, and he's done well for Wales when he's played for them. And he score, he does score goals. He does score goals at championship level, but can he do it in the big time? I can't see it. Um, and Solanke as well, he scored a stupid amount of goals in the, in the championship, but as previous years have shown, he, he struggles in the Prem. Yeah, another another yo-yo club. I think someone said it earlier about Norwich is what I imagine Bournemouth are probably going to be for the next couple of years because they don't tend to spend big in the Premier League. When they do, they seem to invest in the wrong type of players and that seems to cost them. Um, so yeah, 19th Bournemouth for me. Yep, so all, all four of us, uh, well, three of us and then Joe, who couldn't be with us today, have all gone for uh, Bournemouth to get relegated. Dan, who have you gone for in 19th? I've gone Southampton. Um, I'm not sure they've, they're they going to lose their main strike. I don't think they're going to sign Brozier on on permanent leagues. I think Chelsea are playing hardball with them um, and probably want to see if they can fit into their, their squad, which obviously I think really they don't really need a striker. They're, they're, they're happy doing a false nine. But, um, but yeah, I think Southampton, they sort of, do well, don't do well, do well, don't do well. I think eventually that's, that's not doing well. It's going to probably fall down 
Yeah, I think Southampton, if they lose, all it takes for them to lose is, um, you know, decent enough players. Look at James Ward-Prowse. I think, generally speaking, if he goes, um, they're going to really struggle to replace him. Um, they do seem to be a club that have has a very yo-yo season. One minute they're one minute they're playing amazingly, the next minute they're atrocious. Um, so, you know, my condolences to Southampton fans. Um, let's hope that Dan's prediction for you, at least, Southampton fans, is incorrect. Um, I've gone for Fulham in 19th. I think um, they're just the epitome of a yo-yo club. I think they're too good for the championship. But I just don't think they take the step up to the Premier League um, particularly well. Mitrovic, as I've already alluded to, you know, scores hatfuls in the championship, but never seems to be able to quite put that uh, into practice in the Premier League. Um, if they can get him firing on all cylinders, I think they can survive. But I've not seen anything over the last, you know, decade, I suppose, of Fulham. I haven't seen enough to convince me that they aren't just going to go straight back down. Um, and I'm also going to give you Joe's. And Joe has also gone for 19th place, Fulham. So there you go, guys. Myself and Joe have gone for Fulham. Aaron has gone for Bournemouth. And Dan has gone for Southampton. So let's chat the final position in the relegation, uh, in, in terms of relegation. Joe has gone for Southampton. Um, so I assume, Dan, he's gone for the very same sort of thing as you. Um, you know, for me, at some time, at points, it only seems like a matter of time before Southampton are in that equation of, um, of uh, you know, relegation. So Joe's gone for Southampton. Uh, Aaron, who have you gone for? Who have you tipped for, to take the last relegation place? Now I have to piss off the entire fan base of Leeds United. And I can tell you for why. I think the, I think the struggles this year will continue into next year. Um, I don't know. What, there, there seems to be a very it's a disconnect in that team somewhere. I can't figure out why. Like, they've got fantastic players in that team. But they seem to just turn up when they want. They sort of float in and out of games. Um, you know... I don't know if it's because they lacked confidence last during the course of last season or made them look like they were a, you know, bang average, even slash poor Premier League players. Um, but if that doesn't improve next year, it's going to be it's going to be the same. It will be the same uh, as the season just gone. And my seventeenth and eighteenth, it all depends on you know certain things, which I'll go on to shortly. Um, yeah. I, I, don't, I cannot. I cannot see at the moment. I cannot see Leeds staying up next year. I can't. It's funny you say that because I too have gone for Leeds to be relegated. I think similar to you, Aaron. I, I think their struggles will continue. I think. Um, I, I think they'll lose some of their better players, and I think they'll just really struggle to recapture that um, that form they had uh, last season. Uh, under Bielsa I think they'll struggle with that and if they if they keep doing this kamikaze defending leaving gaps for days I think you know teams are just going to keep exploiting that and I think it's like we've said about Potter at times you know sometimes you've got to change your game plan you've got to play a different way a different style because if it's not working in the Premier League you'll get found out and you will suffer um, and it's easier to get away with stuff like that in the lower leagues but in the Premier League all it takes is a couple of games without a win and the fans are on your back you know, you're staring down, you know, the table going, oh, we're, we're rooted to the foot here. You know, it's, it's dodgy. I think one thing as well, 
I think they're missing that striker. You know, I, I think that that's been also a major issue from this year. If they get a striker in and they keep Bamford fit, then maybe they will. Because goals obviously win games, win points. You know, you stay up. It's not rocket science. But with going from last year, well, this this season, last season, last season, um, if Bamford doesn't get fit and keeps getting these knocks and niggles, and they don't sign a striker, then that's that's when they'll be down where they are. If they do sign a striker, they do get Bamford fit, then obviously they they'll probably go up, finish higher. But at the moment, as things are. No, they're going down. Agreed. Dan, who have you t- uh, tipped to be relegated next season? <laughs> I've got to annoy a lot of people, especially those lot on the road. I've got the Palace. Um, I think, I think really, a lot of their, I think Zaha, again, wants to go. They just need to get rid of him. Just... Whatever, whatever amount they want to throw for money at them to take him off, whatever. I'm sick of kids if reading it every every five minutes that he wants to go, then them going, oh, but, he, but he's one of us, but he, he doesn't want to be one of you. So why, what's what's the point of loving him? Um, I'm the same with Gallagher, obviously lone player. I can't see them get, getting him back in unless unless they can the pull for Vieira is that that great. Um, it's still got an agent squad, really. They've Great as you're right, you know, he can keep going from his day. Uh, I'll tell everyone else, I can't think of anybody else who probably obviously you do say Leeds, obviously, I but I'll come to Leeds when, I, when I've got them on my table. Yeah, I think with Palace, it very much depends on you know, as I, I've alluded to in the previous episode when we were chatting about team of the season, I think Vieira has done a decent job. Um, Gallagher made my team of the season. Um, but it's all about what they can do. Can they keep hold of like Eze? Can they keep Zaha at the club? Can they bring someone of the quality of Gallagher in if they can't get Gallagher to sign a, a permanent contract? You know, is so that's the same with most teams. Um, but as I say, last season I tipped um, them to go down, uh, and they didn't. So uh, you know, shows what I know anyway. Um, so there you have it, guys. We've just chatted about the relegation spot. So just to clarify, uh, in uh, 18th. Uh, Joe went for Southampton. Myself and Aaron went for Leeds and Dan went for that lot up the road. So now let's come to lower, I suppose, lower mid table, you might call it. Uh, Aaron, who do you think is just going to survive relegation? See, when I, when I was saying about it was tied between 18th and 17th, it's gone, my 17th squad's gone to Fulham. And that all depends if Mitro starts firing, they'll stay up. Because he is an old school centre forward who just scores goals for fun, and which he does, but he can't even do it at Premier League level for some reason. If they can feed him, he will score. And you know, other than that, I don't know where goals will come from in that team. You know, I, I really don't. Obviously, they're losing uh, Carvalho to Liverpool, one of their youngsters, and he would—he's a, a fantastic player. He, he's top draw. They—that's ahead of a signing. He will be he will be big time. Um you know, other than that, they haven't really got any sort of out and out really good striker, really. And that's why I think could let him down if Mitrovic doesn't start scoring. Yeah, it's all a lot of Fulham's hopes, I think, depend on Mitrovic. Um 
as I've already said in my bit about Fulham, if they can get him scoring, I think they can survive, but remains to be seen. Um, for my pick, I've also gone for one of the newly promoted teams, and I've gone for Forest. Um, I'm not quite sure why, but I just think that Forest might make a better go of it than, say, Bournemouth and Fulham. Maybe that's because it's been a long time since Forrest have been in the Premier League and they might want to just cement their place a bit a bit more than uh, perhaps Bournemouth and Fulham. Not that they wouldn't, um, but I, I don't know. I, think, I don't know. Maybe I'm just doing it because I've got a friend that's a Forest supporter and he's really excited at the moment, bless him. Um, but no, I'm, I'm going to tip Forrest to stay up by the skin of their teeth, mind you. But I think Forrest might just surprise us in the transfer window um, and just, you know, really you know, strengthen that squad and do just about enough enough, sorry, to stay up. How about you, Dan? Who do you think is going to just avoid relegation? Uh, my pick is Brentford. Um, they did, a, did quite well this season. I think it's... It's going to be come down to obviously when we think about second season syndrome and all that stuff. Um, uh, I can't, as we say about with um, uh, Ericsson, if he's not there, I can see him being there. Uh, they can only hope that if he stays, that, that I'll be completely wrong. So it's funny, isn't it? A lot of the teams we've already spoken about, a lot of their hopes almost hinge on just one or two players. Um, because all it takes is for an established Premier League side, even not, even for us, to lose a player or two. And suddenly it's a very different prospect. Um, and with Fulham, all it takes is one player perhaps to be really on the ball. And then suddenly their fortunes can be turned around. It shows you just how fine the margins are in the Premier League. Um, um, and Joe, talking about fine margins, has also gone for Leeds um, just to scrape and avoid relegation for the second season in a row. Leeds were very lucky not to go down this season. If we had beaten them, you know, I think that would have been game over for Leeds. Personally, I think they would have been quite dejected after that. Um, but Joe has tipped them to just survive for next season as well. So nice quick recap. Aaron's gone for Fulham. I've gone for Forest. Dan has gone for Brentford and Joe has gone for Leeds. So let's start looking a bit higher up the table. Let's look at 16th. Dan, who have you gone for in 16th? I've got uh, Forrest. Um, I believe that that they, they've, I think if they keep their score, their core squads together because they've beaten Premier League teams in the, the cup. So they, they can clearly, I've got players that can play this level. So I, they must be able to, uh, to, you know, play all right in the league so that's, that's what i think i think they'll do all right but i think i think it's gonna be quite close to the bottom i think yeah i think the um the, it's gonna be a quite tight uh fight as you say at the bottom this um next season um as it was this season it'd be not um it might go down to the final day again of course so much football needs to be played a trap two transfer window so we don't know what's going to happen but it's Safe-ish bet. How about you, Aaron? 16th, who are you feeling? Uh, I've gone for Southampton. Uh, I think they're lacking quite a lot without Ward-Prowse. If, if he does get, he get injured or he does go, don't score enough goals. Uh, I just think they'll just, you know, they'll be there or thereabouts in, in the relegation zone, just either floating above it, like just where, they, where I put them in 16th. 
Yeah, fair dues, fair dues. Um, and myself and Joe have once again gone for the same team, and we've both gone for Brentford. Now, whether that's going to be second season syndrome, I don't know. But as Dan's already alluded to, all it takes is a perhaps losing Christian Eriksen, Ivan Tony, and suddenly Brentford are looking over their shoulder because maybe they haven't got the strongest squad. Um, I really rate Thomas Frank as a manager. I really do. Um, I think they will survive next season, but I think they'll find it a bit harder than they did this season. Um, so just to recap, Dan's gone for Forrest. Aaron has gone for... Aaron, remind me, my brain has gone fried. Who of you did you go for? Southampton, I went for. Southampton. I thought it was, but I do want to say Southampton just in case I was wrong. And myself and Joe have gone for Brentford. Um, it's interesting you said Southampton. I've tipped them to survive. I've tipped them to finish 15th um, next season. Um, again, similar to Brentford, I, I don't think they'll be tearing up any trees. Um but I don't think they've got much more to be really challenging for the upper mid-table top 10. Um, so I've gone for them in 15th place. And Joe has gone for our friends up the road, Crystal Palace, to finish 15th. Uh, maybe he's feeling the same as you, Dan. Maybe all it takes is Gallagher to leave, Eze to leave, and then suddenly Palace aren't looking as strong as they have been this season at times going forward. Um, have you gone for, Dan? What have you thought about in 15th place? This is where I could talk about it now. So Leeds, I've gone for. I I believe, like, if they do sell Rafinha, sell Phillips, because Rafinha's wanted for Barcelona and uh, Phillips wanted, I think, by many clubs, I think, like up to 18 million, I think I've seen somewhere. Um, so they can probably use that money to sort of, say, striker issues and replacing those players with something similar quality. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I think a new manager. I think he's sort of he he does seem like he can get the players playing properly. Unlike with Bielsa, obviously Bielsa, obviously there's a god to them for some reason. Even though he's now not in a job, but um, but yeah, I believe that they they, they can do all right, not great. Bielsa discovered Ben White, don't you know? Um, Aaron, who have you come for? Um, mate, uh, I've gone for Brentford. Um, it, it could, it, like, like you guys said, it could be another, you know, second syndrome, uh, second season syndrome. But you know, if they keep Ericsson, which obviously that it may still happen, doubtful, but it may do that. That in itself could quite be could be enough. And if they invest, you know, it's all it's all it's all in their hands now. You know, it's all in their hands and. Just have to see we'll see what happens. Apologies for the text message time going off there. It's all right, mate. I'm struggling to keep my brain intact. Um, so 15th, uh, I've gone for Southampton, Joe's gone for Palace, Dan's gone for Leeds, and Aaron has gone for Brentford. So interesting that most of the, the teams we've already discussed are you know very much there or thereabouts at the bottom. So let's move a bit further up the table and let's chat about 14th. Now, in 14th, myself and Joe have once again uh, picked the same team and we've gone for Everton. So this season has been a really tough one for Everton. And I don't know why, but something's telling me that they're going to really struggle to bounce back. Um, I don't think it's going to go down to like the last two games like it did this season. I think they will improve. But I don't know if Frank Lampard is the man to get them playing uh 
the sort of football with and draw the sort of players that they need to start climbing the table, finishing inside the top 10, the top eight again. Um, I think Frank Lampard's a bit of an overrated manager, if I'm honest. I don't think um, this whole sort of ideology of, oh, he's a fantastic player, therefore he must be a fantastic coach necessarily rings true. Um, so it'll be a very interesting season for Everton uh, next year, um, whether or not they can escape the sort of, well, the disaster that has been their season this year. Um, Aaron, who did you pick for 14th place, mate? I've gone for Everton as well, for the exact same reason you did. Nice and easy. So three for Everton. Dan, any any difference on that? Yeah, I've gone for Fulham. Um, I believe with Fulham, obviously losing Cavalli, obviously that's a big, big loss for them. Um, it's basically, as we've all keep discussing, for most of the other, uh, other teams, you know they've they've got to basically get get basically getting firing and um, I've lost his, I've got his name now but yeah their striker firing um, again and basically get rid of some players obviously that were in the Premier League last season that weren't very good um, I've also believed obviously with Marco Silva at the helm they do a lot better because um, I've re- as, as I can tell by having me having Bournemouth at the bottom I don't rate um, Scott Parker as a manager in the Premier League. At all, um, but yeah, that's that's my pick. So there you go, guys. You've got three for Everton and one for Fulham. Tipping Fulham to stay up. Let's go up one more place and talk about unlucky thirteenth. Well, unlucky for some, but Joe has picked Forest. So Joe has picked Forest to survive the drop in their first season back in the Premier League. Um, I have gone for Newcastle now. Newcastle have obviously had their big, big takeover and there's lots of fans going, oh, we're going to sign Mbappe, we're going to sign Messi, we're going to sign blah, 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 because obviously they are now, I think, the richest club in world football. I'm, I don't want them to finish higher than 13th um, just because I don't want to see that sort of model of football, you know, wreaking the, you know, getting the reward um, because I don't think that, it's the right thing to do. So I've gone for Newcastle to finish in 13th just because I'm spiteful like that. Sorry, Dan Byrne. Um, Dan, how do you feel about unlucky 13? I've gone for Everton. Uh, I believe with Everton, obviously, I think they're going to struggle again uh, with with the players they've got, I keep saying this uh, all the time when I talk about Everton, is that they, they need to get rid of some Deadwood. There's a lot of Deadwood in that squad on big wages that they just need to get rid of and basically either give the youth a chance or go out and spend some money, which if they, if they can get, spend any money, because I don't think they've got much left. But just, just try and recruit some some of the money they've they've wasted on these players and try and try again. But I don't think they'll get any higher than you know, either lower, lower the table, maybe. So all of us have, uh, um, you know, tipped Everton to struggle again next season. I'm sure Everton fans, if they are listening or watching, probably very angry with us right now. Um, but Aaron, who have you gone for for Unlucky 13? I've gone for Aston Villa. Um, disappointing the season last year. And I think it's going to be the same this year. Or that, or, well, this year uh, coming up. They've already made signings already. Uh, I think uh, Camera is a, is a very good signing. I just don't think Steven Jones is the right man. I didn't write. I don't. I don't 
particularly Rayum as a manager. I think you said about Lampard. I, I, I think that about Gerard. Um, he's also lost his, his right hand man in in uh, Bill. He's gone to QPR yesterday, which I think could be a massive blow. You know, it's just something about Vidal. I don't get the height. I don't get the height, and but I, that's just me. I don't think they're very good. To be honest, I don't. And you know, Tom may get abuse from Villa fans being in the Midlands, but I just don't. I really don't think they're very good. No, Villa are a funny one, and I think they've got to be really careful with their transfer business because I feel like. It, if, obviously, as a Brighton fan, when you look at our transfers, our transfers seem to be really, you know, we really know what we want out of our transfers, regardless of whether that's buying a young player in the end game to develop them and sell them, or, you know, to pick a very specific player. And if that player isn't available, we don't, you know, we don't purchase. Whereas I think Villa's approach seems to be more of a scattergun approach. You know, we'll sign lots of different people and we'll just hope for the best. Um, that's the sort of inclination I get from Villa. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, what they can pull off in the summer and where they end up. Um, let's just hope that our own Basuma doesn't go that way. Um, so let's climb up the table and get off that unlucky number 30 and talk about 12th. I've gone for our friends up the road in 12th. Um, as I've already alluded to um, in pre a previous episode, I think that Vieira's done a really good job at Palace. And I think that they'll solidify themselves in the, the, the mid-table next season. They'll do enough to sort of like not be bothered by relegation, but I don't think they'll be threatening the, you know, the top 10 um, myself. Um, Dan, who have you gone for in 12th place, mate? I've gone for Leicester, um, purely because of... Uh... Again, I've said I've said one of the other teams, Agent Squad, um, still really relying on Vardy really to score goals. Um, Harvey Barnes is, is, is decent. Um, Madison had he had an alright season last season. Um, so yeah, I think they they won't make mid table if they don't make any ones to signings to replace those aging players. Yeah, Leicester were one of those teams that this season just really seemed to underperform, not, not to the standard we've seen over the last few seasons. Um, perhaps it's just Brendan Rodgers losing his magic. Who knows? Um, Aaron, who have you tipped to finish just outside the top 10 in 12th? Uh, I've gone for Wolves. Uh, their Wolves are a weird team. They could be higher, they could be lower. Uh, you, you just don't really know what you're going to get. Um, I think... Towards the end of the season, they sort of fell off a little bit, um, and yeah, they're just they're just an odd team. You know, I think they're going to lose Ruben Neves, you know, which will be a big blow. You know, you've got Martino uh, Martino in there; he's getting you know he's he's getting on a bit. Uh, Jimenez's goals have dried up a little bit. You've got uh, Hu Chan Wing or whatever his name is, the uh, Japanese striker again doesn't score many goals and I think that could be their issue this year is they well yeah this year is that they they can you know they can't score goals where beforehand you know they could defend for their lives and, and nick something. I just can't see it from next year. So that's why I put them in twelve. Yeah, Wolves um, are a funny team. They defend really well, but they don't score a lot. Um, and Joe has also shared that sort of opinion, and he too has put Wolves in 12th. 
So let's close out the bottom half of the table by chatting about 11th then. Dan, who have you gone for finishing 11th? I've gone for Wolves to finish uh, the 11th. Um, as you, as we've already said, funny team. You know, they were doing very well defensively last season, last season too. Then all of a sudden, sort of like, say with us, we, we completely played them off the pitch. You know, we, we did very, very well against them. Uh, uh, if I don't sort of, as say Neves, I think I can see him going somewhere else. Um, maybe some other players, maybe I, I can't see Cody leaving. Um, but they always seem to seem to sign um, players that we wouldn't expect them to. Like I say, with all the Portuguese players they got there, it's, it's, it's incredible. Um, but yeah, that's 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 where I think I'll finish. How about you, Aaron? Who have you gone for finishing in 11th place? I have gone for Christopher Palace. Um, pretty much really what you would expect. I think, you know, Vieira's done the okay job. Um, I just, yeah, I don't think that's, that's going to be mid-table for the rest of our lives. They're not going to go any higher than, than 10. Unlike us, where we finished ninth last year. It's true, we did finish ninth. With a record points, Sally. Any, anything else? Just, you know, yeah, we're massive. Just like Kukurea's hair. Um, so, for 11th, I've gone for Villa. Um, as I've already alluded to, I think that their approach to buying players isn't perhaps as concise as it could be but I'll probably be proven wrong. Um, and Joe has gone for Villa as well. So that's nice. We've just shared that again. So let's talk 10th then. So we're talking about the, the top 10 now. So Aaron, in your head next season, who's going to get that 10th place? Uh, Leicester. Um, very strange team again this year. I think being in Europe has sort of been a massive hindrance more than anything um, and towards the end of the season that's all they were focusing on uh, I think it showed in some of you know some of their performances they just looked very sort of tired and a bit leggy which is fair enough if you're playing Thursday Tuesday then you know, Thursday Sunday sorry you're, you're going to be tired um, if it's the big if if the likes of Vardy stays fit you keep James Justin fit you keep you know, Barnes, Madison, you know, again, could finish higher, but it's all ifs and buts, you know. But then again, that's what we're doing. If, if these things don't happen, that's where they'll finish. But if they do, they could finish higher, you know. And, and that's one thing I quite enjoyed in our predictions because, you know, you, you, you just don't know. You generally just do not know. Exactly. It's like I said at the top of the episode, you know, it's mathematically almost impossible to predict the table because we're doing this, uh, you know, before the transfer window is even opened. Um, and it's all based on so much. What if this player stays fit? What if this team brings in this player? Which is why I think it's more interesting because next season we could look back at these predictions and be like, oh my God, did we really think that? So, um, so yeah, I think it's good fun. Uh, Dan, 10th place. Who do you feel, mate? Who are you feeling? I've gone for Aston Villa. Um, Stephen Gerrard yeah, at, the, at the wheel, as it were. Yeah. Um, I say he's, he's, I think he's going to improve as a manager in the Premier League. Um, this, obviously, we'll say about all the signs they keep making. Obviously, these 
crazy, crazy signings. That I think they've just bought a defender, was it a couple of days ago? The same one that Newcastle, I think, wanted in the, in the Windsor transfer window. Um, they don't look like any stopping. I've re, as, as we said earlier, no, I really don't hope I see whether to go there because, because as as we now I'm now put my prediction, this be a backward step for him to do that. Um, so yeah, well, they, they, with Ollie Watkins as well, scoring goals as he was doing last season, I think he'll carry that on. Um, but I don't think they'll get any higher than, than mid table. Decent, decent. Um, I've gone for Wolves to finish 10th. Um, as we've already sort of alluded to, strong defensively, uh, attacking wise, not so much. And I think that will start to hinder them. And I think we'll start to see a slow decline in their uh, table um, positions. Um, and Joe has gone for Newcastle. Maybe Joe thinks that the uh, the Saudi money will start rolling in and Newcastle will be able to, you know, start making headway in terms of their league position. So let's start chatting about the teams that finish inside the top 10. Dan, who do you think is going to finish in ninth? I've got Newcastle. Um, yeah, the Saudi money will be coming in. Trying to improve the squad. I don't think they'll go crazy just yet because uh, I can't see uh, any pulling power they've got at all. Because if you're going up against Manchester City, Liverpool, even United to a point, you know, you can off you have to offer him crazy money to even think to even consider going to Newcastle when you could go to the Champions League, Europa League, or whatever. Um, so I think they'll they'll be building up sort of slowly. Uh, that's the only smart thing to do. Uh, and yeah, the, I think I'll just finish just inside the top. You're right, Dan. That is the smart thing to do. However, football owners aren't always the smartest. Sometimes it's the I want it now approach. And as you say, when if you're offering, unless you're offering stupid money, which we know that Newcastle have the financial clout to do now, Unless you're offering stupid money, players of like the caliber that some Newcastle fans think they're going to be signing, uh, there's no way that they're going to be choosing City, um, Newcastle over City, PSG, and some of the big names in European football. But we shall see. Aaron, who have you gone for finishing in ninth, mate? I've actually gone for us. Uh, I think I'll, I'll happily take ninth. To be honest, I, I don't think we'll push for Europe. Um, I think we're a teeny bit off that just at the moment, just a tiny bit. Uh, we're not we're not miles behind. I think there's there's teams there with a little bit more nows, a little bit more know-how uh, to, to get there. Where I think we may need a little bit of luck to get there. Maybe I think there's not a, not a rude or horrible thing to say. I think we that's what we we do need a teeny bit of luck. So yeah, ninth. That's where I reckon we will finish, and I'll take that all day long because we're above Palace again. Always a bonus. <laughs> I would too take that ninth uh, if you are offered me that now. Uh, Joe has also gone for us to finish in ninth, which would be a fantastic season for us. Um, I've actually gone for Leicester. I've picked Leicester to finish ninth. Uh, the Brendan Rodgers effect continuing that sort of that slow decline, maybe. Um, and I just think that it's good for the Premier League to have teams sort of constantly battling for the top 10, um, you know, and constantly improving. And it's nice to see that sort of like our, us, Villa, Wolves are now in that conversation. 
Um, and maybe the days of Leicester and Everton being almost guaranteed top 10 finishes is coming to an end, which I think personally is is good for the Premier League because I want to see more teams push in for that top 10. Um, so I have gone for Leicester to finish ninth um, and Joe has gone for Brighton. So let's talk eighth. In eighth, I've gone for Brighton. I think we'll just about do one more um, than last year. Um, but again, I don't think we'll be in the equation for Europe. I think it will be almost like a last day uh, finishing eighth again. Um, or last day, you know, again, finishing, like pushing for that top top spot, um, as it were. Um, I think a lot depends on our transfers, as it does with every team in the league. Um, losing Kukurea would be a big blow. Losing Basuma would be a, a lesser blow because we've got the likes of Caicedo coming through, Mwepu. Um For me, it's all about the striker. Undav has got fantastic numbers in the lower leagues across Europe and in the Belgian league. So he's a proven goal scorer. But, you know, if we think the Belgian league, what we're thinking championship league one sort of standard, maybe um, I don't, I don't know much about the Belgian league, but you know, I think that it's probably on par with perhaps what we see in the championship. Um, and we've said that Mitrovic scores goals for fun in the championship. Can't do it in the premier league. And it's the same with, you know, other championship standard players as well. So whether Undav will be able to, you know, come in and, you know, deliver the sort of goal return he has done in Belgium remains to be seen. Um, but I do think that we'll just about finish um, above uh, where we did this season in ninth. So, you know, I'll take eighth all day long and I'd be incredibly happy with that. Uh, Joe has gone for West Ham finishing eighth. Um, so a slight decline for them. But Dan, who do you think will finish eighth next season? I've gone for us um, to just miss out. Uh, if this is obviously all dep- depending on what we know is going for, probably more likely to happen, which is presumably leaving and nothing else. Um, I believe with the, the, the lone players coming back in, like uh, Matoma and obviously and, and Dab as well, if they do cut, obviously, I'm the term of Hawaii. We hope we could be coming into the squad. They're still firing away for the Japan. I think you scored today. Um, it all depends on how they fit into the squad, how everyone copes with, with them in the squad, and how well everyone else plays. Uh, hoping that, that we can play exactly the same as we did last, last season, however you want to interpret it. Uh, but then, yeah, obviously, improve our own form, which, which we can sort of maybe push on, but I think we'll, we'll just have a little bit, little bit less, less than we would like to be. But, but yeah, I think we, should, we all should be happy with a little bit better finish than this season. I think it's all about those, um, you know, small progress step-by-steps, um, which is why I've gone for us to finish eighth, um, because I think it's very much within the club structure. Um, instead of going for like, oh, we're going to finish fourth, I think uh, eighth is a more realistic uh, target. Um, but Aaron, who do you think is going to finish in eighth? Just missing out on your. I've gone for Manchester United. I think it's going to be a season of big change. I think it's going to be needs to change from top to bottom. Uh, the whole club is a bit of a mess at the moment. You've got some big egos in there. You've got, you know, people leaving. That's like Pogba, Lingard, matter stuff, you know, big players off the wage bill. Um, 
you're going to have to give Ten Hag time. You have to. And and this year, probably maybe a little bit of a struggle for him, maybe, and for and for the team in general. But when again, when you have players, you know, like Ronaldo, he can drag you up two, three spots just on his own. You know, and this is just going from what I, my my gut feeling is. You know, I think they they will they will spend money in the summer, but it takes time to you know get players to settle in and, and, and perform to their max. And that's that's literally the only reason why. I don't think, you know, there is such a tight, you know, tight sort of gap between, you know, eighth and, and, and fifth for me, really. It could, be, it could be any of them. It generally could be any of them. It all, all depends on, it, again, if, buts and maybes. But that, I think, united out of the, the squads at the moment and, and out of the sort of where they're at, I think they're the, the weakest of... The, the rest of the, the teams left. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, as you say, they need um, a complete overhaul in the way they do business. Um, I think Ten Hag will struggle in his first season in the Premier League. Not necessarily struggle in the sort of like the Norwich struggle or the Fulham struggles or, you know, that sort of struggle. But I think, as you say, like out of the established big teams, I think that they'll um, be the weakest. Um, and I'm going to say something might be a bit controversial. I think he needs to get rid of Ronaldo. Um, but that's just my opinion. Um, and it's really briefly, <laughs> Paul Pogba leaving on a free for the second time in how many years? A decade. Um, yeah. Absolute madness. Um, so, Moving up the table into seventh, Joe has gone for Leicester. Now, we've talked about Leicester already. Um, I've gone for Manchester United for the reasons I've just explained. I think it will uh, Ten Hag will struggle a little bit in his first season in the Premier League. And I don't think that they will have the over, overhaul that is required yet. I think it will come, but not yet. Dan, who do you think is going to finish in seventh place? Uh, Manchester United, I do think it's going to be one of those seasons for them that they, they're going to have to do a massive overhaul with their squad. Uh, a lot of same same thing with Everton, but obviously they've got a lot more resources. They can, uh, obviously, with this with Pogba, what, how much they bought him for 80 million or something and let him go for a free. That's, I don't know how that's got, got to that point for them. That's a, they could have got at least 50, 60 for him back to send him on, but there we go. Um, let's obviously Lingard that he looks like he's going to go to West Ham. Um, yeah, I guess Ten Hag needs, needs his, as Aaron said, these time you have to give it to him because otherwise they're just going to keep doing the same thing. And everything with Ronaldo, obviously, they I I think I've said to somebody that I know that um, what they they need to do is just bring in another striker at least to, to basically he ain't here because he's going. He must be what nearly forty now. He's, he's, I know he's fit as a fiddle, but he's he needs somebody to, to do the job with him, or instead of him, they can play some of the more important games. Whereas someone else can, can go and do like play against like something over the table, and obviously then United you know, could play Ronaldo against like Man City or Liverpool or in the Champions League against PSG against Real Madrid and whatever. But yeah, like, they. They're going to struggle again this year, but I can't see them getting Champions League next season yet. 
No. Um, and I don't want to prolong the point regarding Cristiano Ronaldo, but the reason I think they need to get rid of him is because the, the situation you've just alluded to, Dan, seems good on paper, but no way is Cristiano Ronaldo going to be a bench warmer. And they're not going to be able to attract the quality of striker that they want if they are just going to be a bench warmer for Cristiano Ronaldo. So they're sort of between a rock and a hard place. Um, so, as I say, to, I think Ten Hag needs to go in there, stamp his authority and be like, don't want him. Don't think, I don't think that will happen, but I think that's what should happen. But that's that's just me. Um, Aaron, seventh place. Who are you feeling? Uh, I've gone for Newcastle. Uh, I just feel like they've, they've sort of turned the corner a little bit. And now they have the money. I do feel like they're just going to just throw everything at it. To be honest, and I know you said about the you know, the uh, the pull power of of you know the likes of United City, actually, ignore United City, Liverpool, etc. I think Newcastle will just throw money at them, and they'll probably think, "Well, this is a nice stepping stone to to the bigger clubs," um, which is you know fair enough. Well, why wouldn't you think that? And if they get the right players, you know they they need a, they to be fair, they need a sort of a good rebuild, spend the money right, and you'll you, you'll be fine. And I don't particularly like Newcastle, you know, but I, I think money talks at the end of the day. It doesn't matter, you know, what pulling power you have. Money talks. Agreed. Um, and it's the worst part of football. Um, you know, you look at again. I'm, I know I'm completely going off track, but look at PSG with Mbappe. You know, look at the sort of utter nonsense that is being reported about his power as a player, that he can have a say on who's going to be the coach and how they do things. It's ridiculous. Um, and it's 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 a rot that is, uh, you know, within football. And it's because these people who are worth billions, they're just toy things. You know, they just play things, you know, these football clubs. Um I really hope that Newcastle don't go down that route. I've got nothing against Newcastle as a club. I've got a big problem with the owners of Newcastle, um, but nothing against Newcastle as a club. Um, but all I suppose, I, what I hope is that if Newcastle do go down this route of spending loads of money, it's a sort of a gradual sort of, oh, we're going to buy a couple of more quality players this season, progress a little bit, and then so on and so forth. Um, I don't see it happening. I think you're right, Aaron. I think they'll just throw money at the club. Um, but let's hope it goes the way of QPR and it all goes horribly wrong because, again, nothing against Newcastle, but it's not the, the that that's just so poisonous for football. It's just and then how are the likes of how are we going to compete with that? How are the likes of Villa? Well, I mean, not Villa because they spend silly money, but how are the likes of Palace, Wolves, you know, Fulham, how are we supposed to compete against that? It's just not a level playing field. And some people have like, you know, will say, well, it's not supposed to be a level level playing field. It's capitalism. So anyway, that's about that. Let's talk sixth place. Let's talk really solidifying um, that, you know, that top six. Uh, Joe has gone for Spurs. Interesting one. Um, Spurs are a funny team. And I'll talk a bit more about them when I talk about Spurs. I've gone for West Ham. Um, I like West Ham. I've got a, I've got a lot of time for West Ham. Um, and David Moyes, as I've said in our West Ham uh, episode when we played them on the final day of the season, I think David Moyes has done a really, really good job uh, with West Ham. 
Um, and I think that they'll go just one better and they'll finish in sixth place. Dan, who have you gone for to um, start the top six? I've got West Ham. Uh, they get they, anything less than that for them. It's probably be a bit of disappointment, I think. I mean, when they were, they were getting into Champions League spots, now everyone was getting excited. And I think at the end of the, no, at the, end of the season, they just got into the April League, which is probably bad right for them. Um, you know, yeah, as long as I say, we can keep saying this, as long as they keep you know, players like Bowen and having him firing, and obviously. Obviously, he's suffering with Zuma now. Obviously, he's now got to a peaceful, I say peaceful, so I've got a conclusion now with him being charged for it finally. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, I think they'll, they'll start the top six. Decent, decent. How about you, Aaron? How are you feeling for the top six? Uh, I'll go for West Ham as well. Nice and easy, nice and easy. West Ham to start the top six for us three and Joe has gone for Spurs. Let's move on to fifth. Uh, fifth, myself and Joe have both gone for Arsenal. Um, I don't really want to say about Arsenal, really. Um, I just don't think they're going to be challenging much higher up the table. I don't think that they're good enough for the, the conversation in regards to top two or even top three. Um, and I think Spurs will pit them to fourth, personally. Um, I think, you know, Arteta's done a reasonable job. Um, so, yeah, I think they'll just sort of like keep trundling along, uh, not really troubling the top, the established top two, as it were, uh, much bother, but they'll just finish just outside the uh, the top four in fifth for me. Uh, Dan, how about fifth for you, mate? I've gone for Spurs. Uh, I think if, obviously, I, Kane has said he wants to stay at Spurs, so that's... That's fine. They can carry. You can carry on there. They'll do a partnership with uh, with Son. It's obviously, I presume he's going to stay as well. Um, they was, they did very well last season together. I can't, don't see why why they can't do it again and make sure that they they battle for that top four and, and this time miss out. I think. Interesting, interesting. Aaron, how about you? Which club do you think are going to be fifth? Uh, Arsenal. Uh... They need to sign a striker. Uh, if they don't, it could be a long season for them. Uh, I think they're, they're all set up really for European football now, which is which is nice. You know, I, Arsenal should really be in a European competition most years. Uh, yeah, pretty much. If, if then, you know, I don't think they're good, better than Spurs at the moment. I think Spurs have got generally a better better team, and at the moment, probably a better manager. Um, in Conte, um, that's why I reckon they'll just get pipped, uh, pipped by Spurs to go into four. Couldn't have put it better myself, mate. Um, and Joe has also gone for Arsenal, as I've already alluded to. Um, and now I've for fourth, I've gone for Spurs. So let's flip the conversation, as you say, Aaron. I think Conte's a better manager, I think they've got a world class striker in Harry Kane. Um, and if you know if he stays and if he stays fit, I think they will they will um, make the top four. Um, so yeah, that's what I've gone for there. Dan, how about you, mate? Fourth place. I've gone for the old the old sort of uh, sort of tiny thing where you say Arsenal fourth. So I I can see what you guys say about Arsenal. You know, the, the Conte is a better manager and well, it's about Arteta, but I think. 
I think they could they could probably attract some good good players to because obviously they I know they've only got Europa, obviously Spurs got Champions League, but they they they're in the right they're going the right way, I think, with obviously with all the players they've got. With the young good good young players, still still young squad, still learning, still you know, getting their quality up. But yeah, I I, I think they'll they'll get Champions League next season. I've I've I think I think it'll be close again. I think I think Arsenal might just do it this time. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Aaron, who have you gone for in fourth? Uh, Spurs, I reckon it's going to be uh, Kane and Son and Kudelski masterclass to get a fifth, like at least fifteen goals each. And uh, this look, they look. Romero looks solid. I think Davis has been very good last year. So I, yeah, four for me. I think overall, I think they're just a better placed club than Arsenal at the moment. Um, and I think Conte has a good sort of 90% of the reason why that is, to be honest. And that's why the likes of Kane and Son want to stay. And that's the reason why he brought, you know, Kerchewski and, and Benton Cause to the club. Cause he has that, he has that pulling power. Well, I don't think Arteta does at the moment. No, I think, um, you know, as you say, Conte is uh, an established name in, in football, especially in Europe. Um, and players will want to play under him. Um, so, yeah, definitely agree with that. Uh, Joe has gone for Manchester United, um, which is interesting because I'd love his take on that because we've all said that United would finish sort of more towards 10th than uh, pushing to top four. Um, maybe Joe believes in the ability of Ten Hag to turn the club around, um, but maybe he can <laughs> clear that up for us on the next uh, time he's on the show. Um, so let's talk about top three then. Now, um, myself and Joe have gone for the same team, uh, which is Chelsea. I think that Chelsea are probably the best of the London clubs, but something just tells me they're not on the same sort of level as uh, the top two. Now, I think it's going to be an interesting one because I'm, bringing, I'm going to bring Liverpool into the conversation now. I don't know if the disappointment of the Champions League final and the the last day sort of gasp is going to maybe derail them a little bit. I think Klopp is a phenomenal manager. I like him as a human being. Um, but I don't know. I'm re- I was really torn between Chelsea and Liverpool being in third. Um, and I've gone for Chelsea. Um, I think that they're a good team but I don't think they're a great team. So that's the reason I've gone for Chelsea third. Um, And I probably already alluded to who's going to be one and two in my books, but let's talk about your third place finish, Aaron. Let's see uh, who you've gone for in third. I mean, it's surprising. It's not a clean sweep. It's Chelsea for me, Uh, pretty much for the exact same reasons. Yeah. As I say, good team, very good team. Don't get me wrong. Very good team just not on the same level as the other two. Dan, who have you gone for in third? Clean sweep, Chelsea. Well, that was nice and easy, wasn't it? So here's where it gets interesting. And I wouldn't be, personally, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a clean sweep as well. Um, for second, who have you gone for, Aaron? Uh, I have gone for Liverpool. Um, I just think that this next year, I think they may be a little bit further behind City this year. Um, I, I feel that City just 
coming into what I would probably say is probably gonna be their peak peak city times where they'll win may potentially maybe the next five, six, seven leagues in a row. It, it would wouldn't surprise me. To be honest, it wouldn't surprise me. And that's no disrespect to Liverpool. I just don't think they're I just don't think they're as good as City, in my personal opinion. No player for player. I think maybe one or two players for me gets in that city team at a, very, at a push. And other than that, I, yeah, I think City are stronger. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, I was surprised that it went to the last day of the season. Really quite surprised. Um, yeah, for me, Liverpool second. As I've already alluded to, I think that the disappointment of the Champions League final. Uh, taking it to the last day so credit to them because as Aaron's alluded to you know City are a phenomenal machine there is no other words I can use to describe the job that Pep has done and yes a lot of that is you know the money they've got some of the best players in the world Um, and I think the disappointment from Liverpool side I think it will I think it will filter into next season so I think although that they will finish second I think the gap will be bigger between Liverpool and City Uh, Dan have you are you going to make it a Queen's clean sweep, or do you think Liverpool are going to storm to the title? Second one in a row, the clean clean sweep again, Liverpool. Um, but I will sort of I'm going to try to remember off the top of my head. But like when you say the Champions League final disappointment, I'm sure they won the title the year after. I want to say, but I don't know. I can't remember. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I, I might be wrong, but someone can correct me. Uh, but, but yeah, I think I mean Liverpool. I think that they've they've started. Oh, I can't see them. I think they could be tight again. Yeah, they've. I, I, I don't know Mane's on about going. Uh, Salah obviously we don't know what's happening with his contract either. Um, obviously the new players coming in as well. I think they've got lots of Cavalier. We talked about earlier with leaving for Fulham. I don't know how he's going to fit into the squad anyway. We've obviously got all the good players they've got. So, yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's going to be sort of a struggle for him. But I still think, yeah, Man, Man City are going to take it again. Yeah, I think um, so that means it's clean sweep for the title as well. Man City, I mean, what a team. You know, you mean, it's hard to look past them. It really is. They've got world-class players. They've probably got the best manager in world football, perhaps ever um so it's just it's really hard to look past man city taking the title and i genuinely think that this season will be a lot easier this season this coming season will be a lot easier for them um it's hard to look past that for me um aaron any thoughts on man city yeah harlan's gonna be some sort of cheat code uh i feel like he's been he is the missing link to where city now we'll say we are ready to dominate the Premier League. We're ready, finally, to dominate Europe. He scored one goal in every eighty-four games in uh, eighty-four minutes. Sorry, in the Bundesliga, the the best and closest player that City have have had to that is Agüero scoring once in every one hundred nine minutes. You know that. You know that's the ridiculous that one in 84 minutes is just dumb like uh, a very good now don't get me wrong Bundesliga is not you know not as difficult as a Premier League but the guy's like a fucking robot 
Like everything, he's just so good. He's quick. He's strong. He can finish with both feet. He can head. Uh, how I don't understand how teams are gonna gonna com- gonna compete with Sydney. And yeah, just, even like the players when you look on the outs, sort of outsets as well of the squad, they're still walking to most teams in this league, and they're and they're playing second fiddle, you know. It, uh yeah, yeah. City will. Run. I, I hope. I hope City run away with it. I really do because I can't stand Liverpool. <laughs> it's yeah. You you mentioned Haaland there. It's Manchester City have have scored for fun without a recognised striker for the last two seasons, maybe um, at least one and a half. With Haaland in it, it's just it's hard to see, as you say, Aaron. Who on earth is going to be able to withstand that sort of? I don't know. I just don't know. And Pep as well behind the wheel. Just give him the title now. <laughs> Let the rest of us just play with the ball. Uh, Dan, any final thoughts on Man City that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, I'll probably just echo what everyone else said. Really, Haaland, he's. He's gonna basically fire us up, and I don't think if he'll do well in his first season though, because obviously it's, it's still the league from the Bundesliga to the Premier League is very very different. So they, they, I think he might. It depends how he starts. For me, I think he might do well. But let's say anyway, a team without without a Haaland could do well anyway. A team with Haaland firing doing well, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very very scary few years because he's only gonna get better. He's still young young guy really and if he still wants to stay at Man City through most of his career <laughs> Man City pretty much going to be within the league I'd probably would say 90% of the time so yeah <laughs> that's pretty much it Man City to win the title I also I also think as well I did want to add on to this as well I think Man City as well will also probably do well in the Champions League I think they might finally do it this time it's got it's got to be a time before they, they can keep getting to semi-finals or finals before they actually do it. But obviously, you have to see how it goes. But I do think Man City are going to dominate all cup conditions going forward. It's it's hard to see, um, yeah, that not occurring. Um, just randomly about the Champions League, I think I read somewhere um, that apparently Yaya Torre's agent placed an African curse on Pep Guardiola. And that is why he's not won the um, Champions League for X amount of years. Um, maybe How has he done that then? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Haaland will bring in some old Norse mythology and Odin will finally grant Pep the, uh, the Champions League. He so richly deserves. So there you have it, guys. There are our Albion-obsessed uh, Premier League predictions. Of course, we've made these predictions based on you know, no no transfer windows have been open. No players have moved from club to club. We could be completely wrong. For all we know, Nottingham Forest could absolutely storm the league and Lewis Graben will be the golden boot. Who knows? But what we do know is we've had fun. So if you've uh, joined us at the end of the episode, uh, spoiler alert, it's Man City. Um, but uh, there you have it. So thank you for uh, tuning in for our Albion Obsessed episode on predicting the league. Aaron's going to say something now. Aaron, say some words. I was going to say goodbye. That's what I was going to say. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye now.
Bye-bye now. <laughs> Please do not forget to like, share, and subscribe for more content coming at you if you haven't already. We've got some great stuff coming over the post and pre-season in the next coming weeks and months. So thank you for listening. Aaron says goodbye. I say goodbye. Dan, would you like to say goodbye? Goodbye. Bye-bye now. Take care.